Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Welcome guys. We are going to get straight into today because I have got a guest that I cannot wait for you to meet. Today's episode is a little bit of a follow-on from last week and look, I can't take credit. I actually have to take credit for this episode and last week's uh well, I give the credit to my friend Lola, who is here with me. Hi, Hi. Lola. Hello, hello. <laughs> okay, so this girl is smart. That is why she is on this podcast today. But I'm going to let Lola introduce herself, and then we're going to get cracking with the best, best episode, guys. You mm-hmm. are going to have so much fun listening to this and be probably quite mortified also at all of the information we've got for you today. But Lola, tell us who you are and what you do. This is complex. We could actually sit I on know. just this. Yeah. <laughs> you need to come back and tell it's your quite story. quite a story. Yeah, 100%. We'll have to have to do that for another episode. I think we will. Yeah. Um, well, a little bit about me. I am 24. I am soon to be a lawyer. See, I think I'd say single. Oh, and I am single. <laughs> soon to be a lawyer. Soon to be a lawyer in yeah. a couple of months. Mm. Um, but... A little bit about me. Okay, I was born in Cairns. I've got three sisters. Um, I'm a, I have a Nigerian background, um, but I've spent yeah I spent my whole life here in in Queensland. Moved to Brisbane after high school and mm. finished my law degree last year. Yeah, and you went recently back to South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, I wanted to go to Nigeria whilst we were over there, but we weren't able mm. to to make it. We weren't there for long enough, but yeah, mm. I was recently in South Africa about, um, oh, almost, almost two months ago mm. now. Yeah. Which was really good. So yeah. Love to travel, love to cook, love do you? to talk. I do. Okay. You have to cook for me. A hundred percent. I don't like, what do you cook? Oh my gosh. Italian is my favorite thing. Italian. Yeah. yeah. I am Nigerian. crazy. I think say some Nigerian <laughs> I food. I know. But Italian, like, and my dad um, used to cook a lot of Italian food for us. I think Did that's he? sort of why. So I feel like I grew up eating a lot of Italian food yes. with Nigerian food, of course. Um, yes. But Italian's like my favorite thing. Yes. And I cook that a lot. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, you're cooking for me now. I love a pesto pasta. Do you like pesto? I love pesto. Yeah. That, that's my favorite pasta. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. A homemade pesto. Yes. 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 Basil. Yeah. Basil. Olive pine oil. Nuts, pine oil, nuts. Yes. Lemon. Garlic. See, I can thing. make that because yeah. I have a Thermomix. <laughs> yeah. I do, you got to have like the blender or yes. the whole situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so your, your dad, you yes. just spoke about your dad. Yes. So he passed away. My dad passed away when I was in grade eight. Mm. So about 13. Mm. Yeah. I was about 13 years old. Mm. Um, and yeah, that was probably, well, definitely the hardest thing yeah. that I've ever had to go through yeah. in my entire life for all, like, you know, my family mm. it was yeah, it was a really hard thing for all mm. of us. Um, but yeah, I think the only thing that sort of, it, it has taken a lot of time to adjust mm. to not mm. having him here. Um, but I'm constantly reminded I'm very much like my dad. Yeah. Even, um, my uncle, who's my dad's best friend over in Perth, he always says that I remind, (laughs) I remind, I remind him so much of my dad because my dad was very, um, 
What's the word? Oh, I'm going to... What are you going to use? Outspoken. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. you know, like, you use the word outspoken, but mm. you don't come across... You know your mind, but you yes. don't come across as outspoken. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some like, people think the other, the opposite. Maybe, yeah, but only once you know people yeah. and you, you get into the convo. Yeah. So you're obviously clearly very smart. Was your dad inspo for you becoming a lawyer? Like, how yes. did that come about? So, um, yeah, my dad definitely, it was a very big thing to prioritize education yeah growing up and he would always say like he wanted us to either be a doctor a lawyer business all of those sorts <laughs> yes, of things dad, sure yeah dad. <laughs> um but my dad yeah he he himself he was like a chief financial officer so he was you know quite intelligent yeah. Yeah. um so it was it was definitely in a way an expectation that mm-hmm. we would do something mm-hmm. you know in that field my sisters two of my sisters um did business and accounting at uni and my younger sister's doing psychology now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we were influenced by yeah. our parents, but at the same time I did decide on my own yeah. that law would sort of be the best option for me. Yeah. 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 Your dad would be very proud. So. <laughs> so Lola and I, we've had, well, co- we just had lunch then and we've yes. had coffee together before and we are never without anything to talk about. Lola. <laughs> Lola thinks exactly the same way that I do and that majority of the people that come along to Girl Next Door. So you really – I just wanted to – I wanted people to hear a younger person, a younger smart person who thinks – so critically. I just, yeah. Anyway, so you guys are going to be like sidelining, listening to how Lola and I normally talk <laughs> when we have coffee or lunch together. Yeah. But it was actually Lola who at church two weeks ago mentioned to me, and I don't even know how we got onto this topic, mm. but about how companies are being scored and paid for their work messaging. And I was like, what? Really? Yeah. And so both of us were like, okay, we've got to dig deeper into this because it was a little bit tricky to find some of the information. But that's mm. why last week I thought, okay, definitely in Australia, I see a lot of the pride and the, the diversity stuff. Yes. And 100%. so I was like, I'm going to start there. And then I wonder if that scored. And that's how I found the AWEI mm. that I talked about last week. Yeah. So companies are scored for how much they are inclusive yes. and how much they put the messaging out there, mm-hmm. etc. right? Yes. So there's this pressure mm. and there's all these ideologies that are being pushed, which last week I spoke about. It's not so much society pushing them. It's actually coming from the top down. Mm. 100%. So, okay, let's start here. We're going to start in a place that you go, why are you starting there? But it's going to make sense yes. as we go. Do you want to talk about this one, Lola? What has just happened this week in the state of Washington? Okay. So this, I'd I'd seen this a couple weeks ago, but I kind of escaped my mind. Mm. But the state of Washington has passed a bill allowing government, allowing the government to take minor children away from parents if they refuse to agree to gender transition surgery or gender reassignment surgery. Mind-blowing. Crazy. Which, this is where Victoria's heading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 110%. I'm thinking to myself, so it's now more clearer than ever that the government is now playing parent right. in people's households. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm not, I'm not I'm shocked, really. But we're not shocked, yeah, right? That's and the this thing. makes sense then that if the government are, are advocating this, passing mm. laws, yep. passing bills on this, then of course 
this is acceptable to yeah. them, which is why we're getting messaging coming through companies 100%. who have to toe the party line. Yeah. But it gets worse, mm, right? This gosh. is the other thing that happened last week. The UN, now we all know uh, that's the United Nations. Yes. They are trying to de- decriminalize sexual activity with minors, right? And the reason is sickening, and you can speak into this because you're yeah. a lawyer, right? Mm. So what their reason for this is, right? So in other words, they're trying to decriminalize pedophilia yeah. is what it is. 100%. Their reason is that you've got, you've got criminal law. And you've got human rights. Yep. Their view is, and this is the United Nations, to which we've all signed treaties to that we agree with what they tell us to do. Mm. They're saying that criminal law is now exerting too much authority and that it's starting to override people's human rights. Right. And so therefore in their minds, yeah. crazy minds, yeah. <laughs> an under 18-year-old should have the right, because they're, you know, human rights are important, mm-hmm. that if they want to have sex with someone who's an adult, that yeah, they can. That they can. How does this fit into law? Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. And I, I had to sort of think about how this could ever even be rationalised, mm. how an under 18 or a minor yeah. can consent to something like that. Yeah. Because then you just sit and you think... Okay, well, you can't even consent to um, an under 18 year old can't even go and purchase alcohol. But now this is Hmm. apparently now a sound mind to go and do something like this. And it all sort of funnels back um, to to the the pushing of trying to normalize these sorts of things and try and make it as like, okay, well, anyone can consent to anything. It doesn't matter how old you are. Um, Yeah, this is all sort of tying back to the bigger picture of just there's there is no limit that's sort of what we're seeing at the moment yeah um and uh, the governing you and you can you can say okay all right 18 year old Mm. okay 18 year old wants to got a 21 year old boyfriend right Right. that that kind of sounds like i mean still i wouldn't be happy with it yeah okay but they're not saying okay an over 16 year old let's just let's just bring the law back down to 16 to 18 they're saying yeah. a minor a minor so you could be a 12 year old a child yeah who's been groomed right and it's no longer de- a criminal no. offense no that's where it starts getting really scary yeah. but people don't think ahead far enough that's they just the go oh, yeah if you're an 18 year old you want to sleep with a 21 year old yeah all right go yeah. for it well no we're talking anyone under 18 could be a 12 year old 10 year old anyone a child right. a literal child right. can consent to that well in victoria yeah and if an eight-year-old, if they're deemed mature enough, mm. can change their gender without parental consent. Right. In the, in the education system. It, it's on the website. Yeah, education Victoria it's, website. It's, I have no words. It, it's it's it, really mind-blowing because it's like, at where, where do you draw the line mm. um, with anything? It's like, that's the problem yeah. right now. There is no drawing the line. Right. So it's like, it doesn't matter how old you are, as long as you, if you feel like doing something, yeah. um, that's all that matters. It's yeah. all about how you feel yeah. rather than what is the mental capacity yeah. of someone that age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now people might think, what has this got to do with scoring companies? Mm. It's actually got everything to do with it. Everything. Because... If you've got world governing bodies like the UN or the WHO, right, that have got an agenda, they want the agenda to be accepted by the public, mm. right? And at first these agendas, I mean, if you had said 
10, 15 years ago that the UN wanted to decriminalise under minors, yeah, minors have under 18s having sex with adults, adults yeah. you'd all, everyone would lose their mind. But 100%. slowly, slowly, they're just normalising, normalising, normalising. How does that happen? Well, it's easy. They just get companies to spread the propaganda for them. Mm. And how? Well, they get rewarded when they do and they get punished when they don't. Yes. Which is... Now, okay, the pride diversity stuff I talked about last week, they're not getting punished just yet. Mm. Yeah. But however, this is where Lola comes into it and said, Renee, <laughs> there is something happening. Yeah. Um, you know, and the reason we're being flooded with moral or I should call immoral messaging, mm. you know, climate change, carbon emissions, equality, LGBT, uh, welcome to country, yep. BLM, mm-hmm. vaccinations, whatever it is, um, there's a reason behind it, and we're going to get to that in a minute. It's called yep. the ESG, mm-hmm. but let's give some examples. Okay, so what have we? This seen? is going to be pretty mind blowing because these are all big companies that I'm sure most people would have heard of for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got American Express or Amex, the Australian Federal Police. This blows my mind. Insane, Beyond Blue, CSIRO, CSIRO Google, Headspace, Optus, Qantas, TikTok. Uh, TikTok had floats in the Mardi Gras. Yeah, they all did. All those yeah, companies did. Yeah, all of did. these companies had had the floats in the Mardi Gras, which is just insane. I know. You're like the Australian Federal Police. Yeah, the Australian Federal Police is backing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's I, I'm just but you know like, what's crazy to me that the Australian Federal Police are there. Yeah. With a float mm. in the Mardi Gras. Right. Which is a highly sexualized environment with yeah. children. With right children. There. I thought that would yeah. have been illegal. You would think so. And then it's how do but we... But no, they're participating. How do we even separate this? Because that's... The police are there right. to police and protect the peace, yet they're getting involved yeah. and, and also encouraging totally. young children to be exposed so to So you this. go, how is this happening? Mm. Well, wait, guys, we're getting to it. We're getting there. Woolworths just celebrated the end of Ramadan. Yep. Wow. Next one. We've got Grilled giving tips on how to celebrate Earth Day. Um... You just you said to me before at lunch yeah. that Grilled have just changed Grilled's their... doing something funny. So they've got meat-free Mondays, um, which is where they have um, a dedicated day of the week where I think they promote these vegan... Um, burgers. Burgers. Which, which they've all always had mm. a mushroom Yes, burger, there's always been a veggie right? They've always had option, a veggie yeah. option, but yeah. now they're making a big deal about it. They're making it. it a big deal. They're trying to yeah. push the whole... Um, you know, veganism agenda. Right. And of course sense. we know where that where comes that from. Yeah. Because meat gives them, they, you know, the cows and all that. Yeah. Remember their burps and fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, okay. Subliminal no. messaging is yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. like, oh, I just want to go and eat a burger. I right. don't want, like, if you want to be a vegan, knock yourself yeah. out. But I don't want to be, and I don't want that messaging. No. Con- like, everywhere you go. Everywhere. It's like, I just want, like Nike. Yeah. I just want to buy a pair of shoes but their bio still in the Instagram is yeah. hashtag Black Lives Matters and hashtag Stop Asian Hate. Crazy. You think it'd be it's hashtag a buy a pair of shoes? Yeah. Right. It's or just do it. Literally. They don't even have just do it. As and their that's slogan. their that's their that's their slogan. That's their logo. That's what they're known yeah. for. No Stop Asian but Hate. It's not there. Uh, cotton on. They're aiming to plant one million trees. Go cotton on. Mac Cosmetics byline on Instagram is all ages, all races, all genders. Nothing wow. about makeup. Nothing. Nothing. It's a makeup brand. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then you've got Levi Jeans. Oh, yes. Giving people the option to opt out of Mother's Day promo. It's not just them. There was a couple. There were Mac, 
Levi, and there was one other and I can't remember, yeah. are saying to people that if that's triggering for you, the name Mother's Day, wow. that you can opt out of receiving promo. So I actually have been jumping on their um, Instagrams to see if they are starting to advertise Mother's Day. Because normally yeah. you'd see adverts now. Yeah, yeah, Mother's it should Day. be sort of coming around So now. like Peter Alexander pyjamas, mm-hmm. definitely big Mother's Day campaigns. Actually yeah. really cute, really right. cre- cute photos. Um, but a lot of these, no, nothing about Mother's Day. Very right? interesting. So these companies, they're not going woke organically, right? No. This is not bottom-up pressure. This is top-down. We, mm-hmm. we talked about the UN before. Now, we know obviously here in Australia the, there's the pride agenda that's being driven by the AWEI, which I talked about last week. Yeah. But there is actually something that's a global scoring system known as the ESG, and this is what you – started to go hang on yeah i've heard about this but neither of us knew a lot about it right. so we both went away and did our research had to look into this one <laughs> totally where companies are being scored in three areas and look not all of these things are bad things right yeah. like that's awesome that cotton on want to go and plant more trees absolutely you know it's yeah. great that mac want to give their their cosmetics to all race and all genders and all whatever yeah, right yeah yeah but this is why we need to talk about this. Why? Because on face value, it's like, oh, no, this is a really good thing. Mm. But this is where we need to think about this more critically right. on where this is going. Where it's headed. And where this is headed. Yeah. So explain, Lola, what did you find out with the ESG? What does that even stand for? Okay. So the companies are scored in three different areas. So ESG. E for environment. S mm-hmm. for social issues. G for governance. Okay. So... They're basically, and we'll unpack those in just a sec. Yeah. They're putting together a set of standards for a company's behavior, um, which then can be used by socially conscious investors to mm. screen potential investments. Crazy. So that's what I kept seeing. I kept seeing these two words, responsible investment. Yes. So you obviously got investors that are in, you know, stocks and shares are investing in companies. Mm. And so it's an investment approach, right? Where companies are now assessed on these three areas and given a score. And depending on that score, they can be either included or excluded from capital loans and other financial resources. Wow. So this is where it's starting to get scary now. Yeah, yeah. This is where you start to think, okay, there's actually a reason why yeah. these things are being pushed the way they are. Like, do Cotton On really care about planting yeah. a million trees? Makes you wonder. Right? It really makes you wonder, like, is there any genuine, yeah. <laughs> you know, desire to do these things? Totally. Or is it all just because they are trying to meet the score? Yeah, exactly. Which- so recently you've got, um, and again, I'm trying to pick companies that you guys would all, you know, probably know. So yeah. Rio Tinto, BHB and Hester, which is like a investment fund, like a superannuation fund. Okay. They've all confirmed that they're going to work better to address their ESG issues, including climate change, sustainable agriculture and modern slavery. I know. Didn't know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's right. And these are, these wow. are companies that exist in... In Australia. Okay, so I thought what we'd do just for a little bit of fun. Yeah. 
not fun, but it's like... <laughs> just okay. to highlight some things. Just to highlight a few things. So maybe if you go to the Colgate... Yeah. You go to the Colgate website. Okay, let's have a look. Let me tell you some... So with these companies, there's uh, the top 100, right? And these companies vie for that. Like if you can get into the top 100, then that's an easy place for investors to go, oh, you know, these are the first lots of companies that we're going to invest into financially. Yeah. So some of the top ones, and these all exist in Australia... Are Colgate, Colgate, L'Oreal, Swatch, yep. which I think is watches. The watch brand. Yeah, yeah. watch brand. Coles, General Electric, like, you know, fridges and all that. Yeah. Woolworths, Visa, and even Adobe. Adobe. I How? know. So let's take a closer look at Colgate because I'm like, seriously, don't we just want to brush our teeth? Literally. But what are Colgate, <laughs> what are Colgate okay, caring see. about? Driving, so, Driving okay. social impact. Yeah. So Colgate's saying we are committed to ensuring the well-being of those we serve, building a culture of inclusivity and creating meaningful opportunities for all people to to succeed inside and outside of Colgate. Holistic well-being is an organizational priority. This is a key component of our 2025 sustainability and social impact strategy and an expression of living our company's purpose as caring, innovative growth, Blah, company blah, reimagining blah. all right? this sort of stuff. I'm like, it's toothpaste. It's toothpaste. How is and look, some of their stuff is about educating children worldwide on oral health, right? Mm. Which that's good, right? Stay in your lane, Colgate. Yeah. That's amazing. But they they're going on and on about like creating a culture that values diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, just make toothpaste. Just do the toothpaste. Why why are we going in this direction? We're not going there. We're going there to get our toothpaste. I know. Um, which, by the way, I don't use Colgate anyway. <laughs> no, neither do I. Which I use Grants. I use two. No High way. five. It's the best. Yes. We use, why do you, I call it Grant because I'm from South Australia. Oh, Guys, Grant's get away toothpaste. from the Colgate. Colgate's the got best. too many chemicals. Yeah, yeah. Full do of fluoride. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> this is why, this is why Lola's come on the podcast. <laughs> Do you know that your gums? Yeah. Okay, this one's for free, guys. Your gums are the number one, like, most absorbable part of right. your body. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. So wow. at night, okay, this is even more hardcore. At night, mm. I brush with, like, salt. But it's like a special right. peri-dental salt. I want to try that. I yeah. like all the things that are crazy. All- <laughs> well, because, you know, I've talked about this before. I go to a holistic dentist. Yeah, I'm trying to find one. Oh, Red Redcliffe. Please tell me. Yeah, yeah okay. we need to get the details. I've talked about there. this. I've had people inbox me and go, where is your dentist? Yeah, yeah. I've been looking for yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Okay. It exists. So I buy their, they make their own um, powdered right. tooth, toothpaste powder. Yeah. So I do that at night. Okay. And then in the mornings, I use Grants. Wow. Because it's got less. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the ingredients are really good. Yes. And it's so much cleaner than like, I used to use Colgate growing up, but then I was like, no, no, no. As soon as I started, you know, totally thinking all these things, questioning these things. Um, well, do you know I when I went to my holistic dentist, mm. he said to me, he goes, you didn't grow up here in Queensland. Where did you grow up? And I went, oh, are you prophetic. He's not, <laughs> he's not a Christian. I go, yeah. I grew up in Adelaide. He goes, I can tell he could see the fluoride on my teeth. No way. Yes, because Adelaide has had fluoride in their water, water. for yeah. years and years yeah. and years. And I was always told it was a good thing. Yeah, me too. See? Me too. Oh Literally my me gosh. Too. My whole life. Okay, I this the Colgate like, guys nah. boycott Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about L'Oreal? Okay, L'Oreal, again, I don't use L'Oreal products, Neither. but I jumped on their website 
And they've got a whole section that's called Our Social and Environmental Performance. Wow. And then, okay, let's just scroll, scroll. Ooh, let's find a good part. Hang on a sec. Gosh, this is insane. Okay, what have you... <laughs> Lola and I, sorry. <laughs> I had to pause it because we were like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, Lola, what did you find on the L'Oreal website? So, in 2021, L'Oreal achieved an A score, the highest possible rating for all three environmental themes assessed by the CDP. I'm not sure what the CDP is, but that's yeah. I looked that up. That's one of the raters. It's one okay. of like there's a whole heap of people that do the rating of this, and it's right. one of them. One it's of the them. climate. Rating yeah, so people. it says here yeah, the tackling yeah. climate change, managing yeah. water sustainability, all See? that sort of stuff. So L'Oreal doesn't Crazy. matter about doesn't matter about your skincare. Yeah, no. As long as they are having good environment. I mean, look, and it's not a bad thing for these companies no. to to you know there is a wastage of packaging and, absolutely and consumerism. Yes, but at the end of the day. Are they doing it because they really care? Yeah. Or are they doing it because they want to get in the top 100 mm. and get invested into? That is where you start to Now, think. look, I never thought I would ever say this, but guys, the one that's impressed me the most is McDonald's. That's crazy. I when know. you told me that, I was honestly shocked. I was like, McDonald's? Really? McDonald's do not want to get involved. Yeah. I'm like, go Maccas. Yeah. <laughs> guys, this is an excuse for you to drive through go and get a filthy get a burger. <laughs> make vegan burgers no, I mean maybe oh there's gosh, an option no. but they're not banging on about it anything. there's nothing wrong with being vegan if you yeah, like that but. of course not definitely not <laughs> but not in case you're <laughs> vegan guys go for it they're yeah. healthy okay so look some of these are a good thing right go plant the trees go be environmentally friendly but this is the problem mm. these companies are not choosing what they want to focus on the ESG has an agenda that they're setting yeah. they're telling like there's this whole scoring system where they go these are the things we're letting you be interested in that we're Mm. letting you be concerned about and this is the problem most of the criteria it's left wing 100% now people that listen to this podcast know what I mean by left wing yes you're talking about the woke progressive um you know uh kind of ideology so what's happening guys is they're actually not going hey we want companies to you know, be involved in good environmental impact, good social impact. Why don't you all choose something and let's all move together in unity? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. They've, got a, they've got a few things that you're only allowed to focus on, which means they're rough arming companies into advancing their own social and environmental issues, right? Yeah. So companies um, will actually act counter to what their customers might want. And an example of that is what's just happened with Nike. Yeah. Nike Activewear getting Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney. Crazy. Now, none of the women like that. No, it but totally think, backfired. It did backfire, but do you think Nike really care? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Because their money is coming yeah. from investors. Exactly. So they know they're going to take a hit on customers. Right. And they're willing to take the hit because so at the true. end of the day, yeah. What are we all like? We'll yeah. move on to the next thing. The next thing. Who's really going to stop buying a pair of Nikes? That's the, th- that's the thing. And they know that even if there is the temporary backlash, yes. they're still going to be making sales. Totally. No doubt about it. But they, totally. they care about the scoring. Yes. So they're willing to take the heat. Yes. And the problem in, is with this scoring is that um, at the, they, they're trying to make it compulsory. Yeah. That's where we're headed. So... 
with the ESG, right, you've got the E could be anything to do with like carbon emissions, climate change, reducing their waste, how they're using land, like, and that's not bad stuff, limiting pollutants. Obviously, the social side of things could be to do with their product safety, um, workforce management. But then, of course, then you start getting into things like LGBT, um, you know, transgender issues. And then the G stands for governance, which is like, Oh, we talked about this. You and I have talked about this. Yeah. Diversity of board members, business ethics, diversity in employment. Okay, let's park there for a second Mm. because you guys can't see Lola, but she told you she's Nigerian. Yes. So she's... Imagine what I look like. (laughs) Yeah. She's got the um, braids. I've got my braids in right now. She's got her braids in. All the things. I'm dark skin. Dark skin. I'm blonde hair, white Okay, you were just invited to a political thing recently. So um, I was invited to uh, a political networking Mm. event, if you will. Um, And it was very much centered around um, pushing the idea that we don't see enough quote-unquote diversity in politics. And a lot of the messaging was sort of suggesting that Oh, you know, this is what Australia looks like. Australia is very diverse, and that is true. Australia is. Who was invited? Was everyone that invited Nigerian? No, it was people from all different African countries. Were there any? Oh, so no white people like me? No, there. no blonde white no. people. <laughs> <laughs> there was not. It was only people from African countries really? that were invited. So community leaders okay. and members of different um, African countries were invited to this event. Okay, so all people with dark skin. Yes, all people with dark skin. There were a few. Um, there were actually a few, I believe there was some Samoan people there. Okay. And I may have seen a couple of Chinese people. Okay. But there were no, but there were no there white, were no white European people aside from the politicians. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they were talking about you. We need yes. more like you. That, that was the wording. We said, we want to see people like you in here with us. And my mindset when I hear that is mm. I don't necessarily take that as a positive thing in the sense that the only reason you want to see me in here is for you to portray this image that mm. we're so we're so diverse, we're so inclusive, rather than thinking I want you in here because you can do X, Y, and Z, because you'd be really great to contribute in this way because you have the skill set to do these things. Right. And there's less focus on the skill set and more focus on the color of your skin. Yeah. And the way I've always sort of viewed myself and been raised is that you work hard and you'll be rewarded for doing that. And when the focus is too much on the color of your skin and less of what you can actually offer and do, that sort of takes away Mm. from all that you, all that you do, all that you have, all that you can offer. Um, so I don't personally like that approach. Um, and, and when there's so much focus on that and we see it so much now across the board in, you know, different hiring companies, all that sort of thing. We want to reach the quota, diversity, inclusion, all this sort of stuff. And then it's really easy to think to yourself, am I only getting something because they want to fill a quota? Yeah. Or am I actually getting it because I've earned it and I deserve it? Yeah. Um, So that's sort of... Yeah, because you said at lunch, which was interesting, that you find that in Mm. itself discriminatory. I do. I do find it discriminatory because I'm thinking to myself, you're only picking me because of the color of my skin. So that yeah. it's backwards discrimination. It's, it's backwards discrimination it? it's like, it is. It's like, so that's the only reason you're picking me because it's like, oh, we, we want to be diverse. We want to be inclusive. So let's pick you because I am different. Yeah. To the, we are a minority group and that's a fact. Um, and it's because like they're pointing it out. It's even they're more. pointing it out. And I think that 
as I was saying to you at lunch, I feel like mm. it almost makes me feel less included mm. because I'm being singled out because I look different yeah. um, to the majority of people, particularly here in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So. How do you find like going through uh, university mm. and studying law? Yeah. Yeah. You, has that come up like, because all the Black Lives Matter stuff happened yeah. oh while you were at university yes. and universities, as we know, yes. are very woke because 100%. they're funded by all of the, yeah. you know, oh, that's my dog barking, <laughs> ignore my dog. Um, I had this conversation with a couple of friends a few months ago, actually, because I, I, I initially had a very different stance on the BLM movement. I was at one point very pro, yeah. um, but then I had... A revelation a few months down the track and then I really started to think I was like hold on a second this is not um this movement and the sentiment is not something that people disagree with obviously mm. the lives of black people absolutely matter mm. that's not mm. that's not something that people mm. would be disputing but it's the the way in which the the movement is framed mm. and where they're headed with that I don't I don't agree with it and in terms of how I found it at uni, well, it's it's very easy for people to... I had a lot of people, um, and I've got friends from all different backgrounds. I had a lot of friends say, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so sorry that you had to go through this. I'm so sorry for X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, but you've never done anything to me. You don't need to apologize for being yeah. a white person yep. and, and, and feel this guilt or shame mm. for something that there are people that mm. are racist and do these things, but you haven't done that to me. Mm. Um, and I think my mindset with these things is it's, it's all sort of designed to create a bit of a victim mentality mm, mm, for black people in particular mm, to make you feel as though oh, you need to feel as though you're less than, or you need to feel as though you've been, um, you've got a pin on your back yeah. because you're black. People yeah. should feel sorry for you. People yeah. should make you feel like, or you should feel like a victim yeah. and that everything is so hard for you because of the color of your skin. People, things are hard for people no matter what, mm. no matter where they come from. And, and I personally don't like that sort of victim mentality where it's like, mm. we need to mm. feel bad for you because of what you mm. are, because that's just not how I grew up. Yeah. How did you change then when you first were like, oh yeah, mm. I'm totally on board. This is awesome. Yeah. This is black tile. What made you change What made mind? me change? Well, Fun you're enough. a thinker. Yeah. But- <laughs> I just started thinking, okay, this is really, the messaging with this is really quite intense. Mm. And then I would see the posts and the posts of people doing the virtue signaling, like, oh my gosh, we need to, we, you know, we need to do all these different things um, and, 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 and make sure that everyone knows that this movement that we're doing is to support black people, but it actually didn't do that. Mm. And what changed my mind, funnily enough, is I saw a video on, on Facebook, um, this video was from, it was Candace Owens' video, oh, yeah. actually. <laughs> and I watched the whole thing because I'd actually heard of her before and I was like, I'm not really a fan of her. Like, I feel like she's just so problematic. Yeah. But I watched the video and for the first time ever, I was like, hold on a second. That's a really interesting point. And then I kept on looking into it. And the more I looked into it, the more I found about the actual organization. Right. Um, and I realized that it's actually not there to support black people it in fact does the opposite um it it literally just changed my mind about everything I used to have that victim mentality really I used to have that when I was in high school because that's what everyone sort of fed into me right you know and I and I had that and I was like why why do I feel as though I'm a victim because of the color of my skin or that I am not going to get where I want to get because of the color of my skin and then I'm thinking to myself 
that's not that's not true. That's wow. you know, my dad's an example yeah. of that. Yep. You yeah. know, left yeah. Nigeria yes. would have been well and truly close to forty years ago now. Yeah. And yeah. you know, did very well here. And so I don't need to have that mentality you, that I'm a victim. Now you're almost a lawyer. Almost a lawyer. <laughs> Go Lola. <gasps> yes, yeah, so that's that, is... that went down the down the rabbit hole. No, that's that's good. A bit of a longer episode today, yeah. but we don't mind. That's good. So, like the okay, this is the thing with the ESG, mm. right? So you talked about the messaging that you heard about, but where did you hear the messaging? What gave you the idea you yeah. were a victim? Yeah, it it really was honestly. It was the BLM movement saying like people are being black people are being targeted. Black people are on um, social media. Yeah, on social media. Yeah. Social media was the root of it. I saw it yes. everywhere and I just couldn't get away from it. And then yeah. you just start to think, oh my gosh, yeah, this messaging is really going to uh, penetrate into people's minds and they're actually going to start right. to adopt this mentality. And we see it a lot now. Okay. Well, this yeah. is powerful, right? Because mm. this is what is happening. Why do you think 100%. that they're getting companies yeah. to do messaging on Social climate media. change, yep. on, you know, all of these issues mm. because... The, what you're seeing on the social media, we yep. don't necessarily go to the websites, but usually, it comes no. across on social media. Like someone, yeah. someone yesterday from this girl next door, my little community, <laughs> sent me a photograph. The one of the children's hospitals here has got pride flags in their foyer. You're kidding? Yeah, no. And she sent me a photograph, and I was wow. like, "Holy moly!" So if you can get Insane. these companies that are involved in our everyday lives in yeah. all sorts of things from the toothpaste we use, mm-hmm. to the skincare that we put on, yeah. to where we put our super, to yeah. where our petrol goes, and everywhere we go, mm. we're getting messaging on those three things, the yeah. ESG. The governance side of it, we probably don't see as, as much, much unless you're employed. Yes. Which is it. tick the box that we've got a colored person. Yeah. Tick the box, box we've got a woman. Mm. Tick the box we've got an Asian person or whatever All it might be. Things. Yeah. Which you can never attain, by the way. No. You start going down that rabbit hole. You can never attain thing. everything. That is the thing. And that's what blows my mind. Because I'm like, well, then if you do those things, like the woman, the Asian, black person or whatever it is, then you have to think of literally every single possible <laughs> yeah. quote unquote minority Culture, group there could minor- be. Yep. You would have to cover every single And then you base. have to have a man and a woman yeah. and, a, and a non-binary yeah. of each one of yeah. those too, by the way. It's going to be some very big boards. It's never ending. It's never yeah, ending. It's crazy. Would well, you know, I was reading um, in, in my research for today mm. that in 2017, over 400 companies sacked their CEOs for not reaching the diversity target of putting women in on their boards. No. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, it just can't. I can't remember. Probably if I went back through all my links, I could find it. But yeah, yeah I was like, oh, I've got to tell Lola that one. That's crazy. Can so you imagine that? CEOs of companies being sacked. They were sacked. Yeah. And, and why, did, why would this be? Yeah. Because they could tell because they're being raided mm. through this ESG. Wow. So they have to report back. Because in oh America, gosh. this is almost compulsory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it and really is. And it's pretty is. much yeah. like if you don't, at the moment, it's almost like um, peer pressure. Like it, yeah. not even peer pressure. If you don't get involved and mm. you don't participate in the ESG, yeah. your company doesn't get invested into yeah. it. Yeah. And they're not going to, the, nothing that your company does will ever meet up to yeah. the standard of the other companies totally. that are sort of going into it. So you know what my big question was? Where is this... Um, Sorry, who is behind this? Yes. And do you know how hard that was for me to find? I'm like, okay, who created the ESG? Yeah. I want to know. Well, okay, I had to kind of dig a bit deeper on that one because I kept seeing things like 
Oh, a various amount of, of um, what do they call them? Rate, rating providers. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's the I don't care about the rating providers. Where did it come from? Right. Who first made this up? Do you know who it is? Tell me. The UN. The UN. In 2006 wow. is when it was first mentioned by, I didn't even know this existed, the UN Principles for Responsible Investment. I've also never heard of that. I know. The UN's got many tentacles. Wow. <laughs> and they required it, required it to be incorporated into financial evaluations of companies. And then wow. it's just gone from there. So That's crazy. So, yeah. So it's coming from the world's most influential and powerful yeah. bodies. Yeah. And in the WEF bucket, the yeah. World, Economic, World Forum, Economic Forum, they're like, yeah. this is necessary mm. and required. They keep using words like that. Required, yeah. The and languaging. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the number one company here in Australia that's top of the ESG, like an Australian-based company? Which one? Westpac. Westpac. Westpac Bank. Yeah. So if you go on Westpac Bank's wow. um, website, yeah. there's more about the environment and diversity and social issues than about actual banking. That's it's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. I know. So let's finish with this. And this is probably what concerns Lola and I most. Mm. With anything like this, you go, you know, where's it going? Yeah. What's the fruit of this going to be? Right. Right. Well, it's... How much does Lola say? <laughs> It's, yeah, where it's going, well, it's it's quite scary where it's headed. Because if they're doing it to companies. Yeah, then then you think, okay, how? Is it going to come to us? Yeah. Is it like, because at the moment you can be shadow banned, right? Like I've had some videos on Facebook that all yeah. of a sudden I can't find them. Mm. And that I might, I've gone from like six or 7,000 views to like 50. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that you'd, you'd posted that. You could see like the, the yeah. change in the um reach yeah for your videos big time one of them i can't even find no i'm like i don't even know where it's gone except every now and then someone will like it so it's somewhere in the bowels of facebook yeah. right so so what is gonna if they're doing this if they're scoring companies mm. the the danger is that this comes down to that they can start tracking. controlling us and yeah. tracking us so 100%. it's like well what about if we don't do the social messaging that they want. Can yeah. they stop us from getting a house loan or a bank loan? And I know that All sounds sorts of things. I know that sounds ridiculous, right? That sounds so far fetched. It sounds far fetched, but I also don't think it's that unlikely because like you said, even with the shadow banning, if you mention these topics on social yeah. media, they don't want people to see it. So that's where we start with like the really quite intense um almost trying to wipe this information yeah. from the public square so no people can people can't yeah. find it. And like you said, the shadow banning, um, the monitoring of everything you do, like yeah. we spoke about, there are places in China where I saw a video the other day where like you literally couldn't purchase something from, um, you know, in the freezer, freezer aisle at Coles, you open yeah. up the freezer. Um, it sort of scanned you as you walked in um, wow. before you could actually purchase something. And it was based off of the scoring that you'd had. So you start to think, okay, when they, when they don't want us to say or do certain things um, and we're being tracked and and watch when we're not doing what they tell us to do this is what funnels into that social right. credit system totally um, which is what which china is already what they're have already having what they already have yes that's correct yeah which uh, you know i think gone is the day where we go oh that's china that's way over there it's mm. like no guys this good this is okay let's finish here. on this one yeah. i told you this at, i told you because this has been a long today but yeah it's good. i told you this at lunch 
The latest thing in China is they've set up this brand new school insane. that's an AI school, so yeah. artificial intelligence, where the ki- this is insane, guys. You have to look this up. Yeah. The kids all sit there with this um, device around their head mm. that is tracking like brain activity and measuring them. Yeah. And the information, and these were primary school students, goes back to the teacher who's sitting there at their computer, right? So if the child yawns, wow. if the child becomes disengaged, if the child has a facial expression, mm. right? There's your descent. Like yeah. imagine, can you imagine you and I in that Honestly, school? Honestly, <laughs> we would have lost two seconds. The teacher starts like, talking. You guys you, you, yeah. You're in the bad books. And even when they're out and about in the yard during the day, yeah. there's all these things that are tracking their faces Insane. and feeding information back. So right. it's like if someone says something and we disagreed yeah. or we showed it slightly on our face, that information goes back. But the thing is the parents think this is really for thinking yeah. technology and they're lining their kids up to, to be in that school it. it's insane it's it, yeah what the heck <laughs> you sit there and you're like this is this is that's a good example of where things can be heading yeah um and i will just say one last thing yes, i notice yes, um the timing of everything is very interesting because in 2019 when they were pushing the blm that was right before the 2020 um u.s election Yes. And that's to get people yeah. riled up and, yeah. you know, it really creates an, um, it, it creates chaos yeah. in, in communities and in society. Yeah. And then I think now this timing of pushing this agenda, the LGBTQ, you mm. know, pushing that really hard, it's 2023. They're about to have their 2024 election. So you think of the timing oh, yeah, of these things. That. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of to just spend the whole year just getting people as, um, riled up yep. as possible you know we're seeing distracted, distracted from what's actually going happening. on because all of these things are just a huge distraction yeah from what they're actually trying totally. to do and the agendas that are trying to be pushed totally. um and if you don't see it or you're not aware to it it's very easy to just be like oh no this is good we yeah. need to have these things happening this is really good push 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 yeah. um but when you don't have eyes to see that this is all for something bigger totally it's just and that's how they can get away with it. Yep. People yep. don't even think twice. You know, yep. walk into coals covered in flags. People are like, oh, that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, what? No, why? It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Okay, guys, you can see why I had Lola come today. <laughs> oh. Oh, I thought I had to stop recording. Oh. <laughs> so, look, bit extra long episode for you, but um, and Lola and I could go all day. All day. We always find something yeah. new to talk about. She'll probably come up next week and go, right? Yeah. Did you know about this? Yeah. Um, and and I just think it's um, we just we need to be aware. And to me, it's gone beyond the point where we can just ignore it. No. You know. And so once I found out about that ESG, and it's not that's that's mainstream by the oh, way. Oh, it is. Anyone yeah. can find this. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. It's they're loud and proud about it. They're loud it. and proud about it. They actually tell everyone. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. This is why we're doing X, Y, and Z. And yep. they're and not hiding it. No. And most people, I think when it comes to environmental stuff, people are quite accepting of it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, yeah, no. And look, we do need to have less pollutants and, yeah. and, and get rid of our packaging and stop becoming consumers. But make no bones about it. Yeah. They're not doing it to stop us consuming. No. They're doing it because they're, you know, they're, they're pushing that agenda from, from the UN down. And when the same people pushing this are trying to decriminalize mm. minor sexual activity with minors, you go, ah, kind of got no right. trust there. You yeah. know what? We're probably being tracked right now. Yeah, what literally. I know, right? <laughs> We're going to get that, that, that red cross <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> 
I need a backup account. No. Oh my gosh, it might get to that point. Well, luckily, I think I fly under the radar. Yeah. Enough, but anyway, so um, look, I'm just glad that there are smart people like you in the world. You too, honestly. And, um, it's well, look, yeah, if you don't a, say something, then look, you know. Let's have a plan. If I end up in jail, will you get me out? <laughs> if I'm not in there first. <laughs> be in there together we'll do the appeal together literally (laughs) self-represented litigants oh my gosh but anyway guys i hope this encouraged you to just keep thinking yes and um where we can don't participate in stuff yeah that's a big thing so yeah don't buy into it i buy i buy local as much as i can for example because my friend veg guy is not trying to push any political messaging down my throat so i'm happy to go support him yeah 100 percent. anyway guys thanks for joining us for today uh love you and i'll see you next week Bye. bye